A kids podcast. <laughs> you can go slow. A kids podcast about. Hey listeners, thanks for finding this episode. We believe in the power of conversations and knowing that kids like you are ready to talk about the big things going on in their world. If you like this episode, please consider liking or reviewing the show through whatever app you're using to listen right now. That helps others discover this podcast, and that helps make sure this show is reaching the ears that need to hear it most. Thanks. What is public health? Um, I don't know. Public health is a field of science. Um, Essentially, it involves helping people be healthy, stay healthy, and improve their health. I would also say public health focuses on big groups of people instead of just individuals um, and the places that they live. So looking at people in communities, cities, states, countries, and the whole world. Welcome to A Kid's Book About, the podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm a teacher, a librarian, and I'm your host. The voices you heard just a moment ago were from Julia and Becca. Each week we talk about the big things going on in your world with a different author from our A Kid's Book About series. Hi, my name is Becca Yanello. I'm a public health professional traveler, foodie, and mom. Uh, I am the author of a kid's book about public health. Public health. Public health. Now, what could that mean? Public means that it's accessible to everyone, right? And health means it's providing something to protect or care for you and others. Becca, what are some of the services that fall under the label of public health? Public health is a really big umbrella, um, and it covers a really wide range of things. Um, Public health includes research, includes laws and policies, services, health education, science communication, and so much more. Um, Public health looks at all of the industries and parts of our society that impact our health in different ways. And there are a ton of things that impact our health. Everything from what's in our environment, uh, making sure we have clean water, clean air, um, parks and playgrounds, safe communities to work and go to school and play in, um, to studying how diseases spread, to whether every community has access to medical care. So there are so many things under the umbrella um, and that's one of the reasons why I wanted to make this book to kind of help people understand how all of these things fit together. Wow. The evidence of the public health system at work is everywhere. And if that's the case, then who benefits from public health, listeners? Yep, you've got it. Everyone. Literally everyone benefits from public health. Um, And when public health work is doing its job, everybody is safer and healthier. I will also say public health supports people throughout their lives, from babies to older adults and everyone in between. So public health is there to help everyone. And not only is public health there to help everyone, 
Public health is everywhere. Public health is on all continents and in all countries. Um, some countries have more resources um, and more policies and rules in place than others. Uh, but everywhere in the world, there is an understanding that supporting people in being healthy and protecting people's health is important for society, for families, for communities, and, and for the world. So it is everywhere. It just looks a little bit different in, in different places. Okay, so public health is everywhere. It involves many, many different types of industries. And it benefits everyone. But so how does it work? So in order for public health to work, it requires everyone to follow the rules um, and the regulations and the policies that are put in place to keep people safe and healthy. That includes businesses and companies um, and governments. Um, and sometimes those rules aren't popular at first, but um, over time people get used to them and then they become like second nature. So the, the, uh, the example I think of is seatbelts. So when cars were first on the road, there were no seatbelts. Um, but now we get in our cars today and we don't even think twice. We just buckle our seatbelts and buckle up. And um, driving cars is much safer now because of that rule. I think at a fundamental level, in order for public health to really work at its best, it requires everyone to respect each other's right to be healthy and to think of other people um, because sometimes we do things for the benefit of everyone, even if it's a little bit inconvenient sometimes. Unfortunately, even though public health seeks to serve everyone, there are still barriers that keep people from accessing the help they need. You know, there are a lot of places in the world where people don't even have access to the most basic things that we take for granted in our country and in our society, like having access to clean water, having running water, um, being able to have water in your own home, um, you know, access to um, hospitals. There are places where they don't have ambulances um, and what it takes to be healthy in those places looks very different when people don't have the basic things that they need. It's hard to reach their full potential. Becca also emphasized that staying healthy is not just about not getting sick. It's about taking care of our mental health as well, our emotions, our stress, and so on. I think we don't talk enough about the importance of our mental health as part of our overall health. Um, and mental and physical health are really connected and they're both really important and they can impact each other. Um, and so even experiencing stress can impact our physical health. And sometimes even reducing stressful things in life can improve people's health. And, you know, public health looks at those kinds of things. But kind of, you have to think a little bit outside the box about what, what is making people sick or what is keeping people healthy or what can we change to help people be healthier. Let's take a quick break. And when we return, Becca will give us three questions to help guide us toward the expansion of public health and work ensuring that everyone can have access to resources to keep them healthy. 
really boils down to feeling hopeful and feeling inspired. Hopeful because we are so fortunate to have so many resources in this country to be as healthy as we can be. Um, and hopeful because there are a lot of really smart people doing a lot of great work um, in our communities to help us um, to help us be healthy. And I think inspired because there's so much more work to be done. There's so much more work to be done to give everybody a chance to be healthy and feel their best. Um, right now, not everyone has access to the things that can protect their health and help them be healthy. And I'm inspired to keep working on that issue. We'll be back in a minute. Hey, grown-ups! With over a hundred different titles in our kids' book about series, it may be hard to figure out where to start. Allow me to make a suggestion. There is perhaps no greater feeling, nothing more life-giving or secure, than to know you belong. No matter where you are, what you're experiencing, or who you're around, without that feeling of belonging, it's hard to concentrate on anything else. We can help our kids know what it feels like to belong and what it takes to help others feel like they belong around us. When you do belong, you it's very, very evident, right? Because I like to say your heart smiles and your brain is tickled. That's Kevin Carroll, author of A Kid's Book About Belonging. Check out our Kevin Talks About Belonging episode of A Kid's Book About, the podcast. Listen together with the kiddos in your life. And when you're ready, visit akidsco.com for more great books and podcasts made to empower kids. Welcome back. Today on the podcast, we're talking about public health with a kid's book about author, Becca Yanello. Becca includes a series of questions in a kid's book about public health that I found so helpful for discussing this topic. So I thought we could share them here and discuss them together. From a kid's book about public health, quote, Health disparities exist everywhere in the world. Did you know that where you live can impact your health just as much or more as your genes? An important role of public health is to research these disparities, understand them, find their cause, and address them head on. So how do we talk about this with kids? Start by asking, why is it important for everyone to have an equal chance to be healthy? What do you think it takes to be healthy and feel our best? How can we make that possible for everyone? End quote. So let's chat. Listeners, I'll ask you each of those three questions we just mentioned. Take your time thinking about your response to each. Share with a grown-up, a sibling, or a friend. You can also think the answers to yourself, or share them aloud with me. I may not be able to hear you, but I promise that I am always listening. In the meantime, we'll hear from Julia and Becca. Question number one. Why is it important for everyone to have an equal chance to be healthy? Because then if some people are not healthy, then that would be bad, I feel like. I 
posed that question because I think it really requires a lot of thinking in order to answer. Um, and I thought really hard about how to answer that myself, actually. Um, so my answer is that giving people an equal chance to be healthy is about being fair, respecting every human being and treating people equally. Um, there's a term in public health we use for it, and that is health equity. Um, I, I believe that everyone in our country and around the world has um, should have the basic things they need to be healthy, regardless of how much money you have or the color of your skin or your gender or if you have a disability or anything else that makes people different. Our society is based on the idea that there are basic human rights that everyone should have. And I believe having the opportunity to be healthy is one of them. When we know how to help people and um, give them access to those things, I believe we have an obligation to help and to do that. And not taking action means that society is treating some people differently and better than others. And that's not fair. Next question. What do you think it takes to be healthy and feel our best? Like eat fruits and vegetables. This is another question that is a little tough to answer because one of the beautiful things about public health is it recognizes that there are so many different things that it takes to be healthy. Um, some of the basic things, the easy things to think of are having cl clean air to breathe, clean water, healthy food, medicine and healthcare when we need it, having safe places to live um, and to play. I think it also means having information to be able to make healthy choices um, and have education available to us. Um, and also just not having things around that can hurt us. I think it really, that, that means a lot of different things. It could mean having um, neighborhoods that are safe. It could mean not being exposed to things at school or at work or in our communities that might make us sick. The other thing I want to add is that I think mental health is also a priority um, in being healthy overall. And I think understanding that how we feel mentally impacts our overall health is also really important. For our last question, think about what you shared that it takes to be healthy and feel our best. With your response in mind, here's question number three. How can we make that possible for everyone? You could tell people to eat fruits and vegetables, uh, and you can tell them how fruits and vegetables are really healthy for them. There are so many things that we can and need to do to make this possible for everyone. Uh, I think the field of public health exists so that we can make this um, happen or possible for everyone. Um, and there are many ways that we can go about that. Um, but I think it really starts with learning. Learning about all of the different things that contribute to our health um, and can impact our health. Learning about who needs help with those things. And then paying attention to the world around you and 
and noticing what could be better. And then honestly speaking up, um, saying something about what should change. And you don't have to know how to fix it, but you need to speak up and tell people whose job it is to fix it. Uh, and it really does not take being a scientist to do that. I think anyone can. And a lot of times the people making decisions are not able to see what everyday people see in their lives and in their communities. And so I think in order to make this possible for everyone, it takes all of us recognizing the things around us that are helping us or maybe hurting us and speaking up and trying to do something about it. Our time's almost up. I'm about to send you back out into the world. So let's take a moment to consider how we can use this knowledge we gain together to help look out for the people with whom we share this world, our friends, our classmates, our family, our community. Becca, are there any actions we, the listeners, can take to promote the expansion of public health to include those who might not currently be served? You know, in our country, public health is already serving everyone, whether or not they realize it. To your point, um, there's still a lot of work to do. I think the world around us is changing all the time. And so we have to keep identifying new issues that come up and new ways to help people. Um, we also have to pay attention to the inequalities and really work to address them. And I think that's kind of part of the question that you asked is, um, you know, the truth is that not everybody is he as healthy as they could be. And there's more that we can do as a society to support them. Um, and public health is working on it. It just takes a lot. Um, there are so many different factors at play. And um, it takes a lot of folks working together to, to make change. Um, again, I think the most important thing is to notice what's going on around us and, and what the differences are. So, you know, for example, some neighborhoods and some communities have more um, liquor stores than grocery stores. Some groups of people have, have less access to doctors that speak their language. Um, so identifying and noticing some of those, what we call disparities in public health is, um, is the first thing. We have to acknowledge them and acknowledge that there's something that can be done and then work with people across society to address them and to help make those changes. Um, but again, I think, you know, the beauty of public health is that it involves so many different sectors of our society, like so many different people and so many different figures. And, um, and so it takes working together. Thank you to Becca Yanello, author of A Kid's Book About Public Health, for joining us today. And special thanks to Julia for lending their voice to this episode. Hi, my name is Julia. I'm eight years old and I live in Elkett City, Maryland. A Kid's Book About, the podcast, is written, edited, and produced by me, Matthew Winner. Our executive producer is Jelani Memory. 
And this show was brought to you by A Kids Co. Follow the show wherever podcasts are found and check out other podcasts made for kids just like you by visiting akidsco.com. Join us next time for a conversation about being an introvert with a kid's book about authors, Amy Taylor and Josh Maynard. Hi, I'm Matthew. I'm the head of audio at A Kids Co. And I also host A Kids Book About the podcast and worth noting. I just wanted to say thanks. Thanks for listening to our shows in your classroom or in your bedroom, over breakfast or over dinner, on your drive or on your downtime. No matter what you do between this listen and the next time you tune in, thanks. You're awesome. And it's because of kids like you that we get to make cool stuff like this. See ya.